Hey Islanders and welcome to episode 31 of the Command on Voice. On this episode, I speak to a songwriter and singer that grew up right here on Command Island in the Stanwood area. Please welcome Leanna Crawford. Hi, I'm Brandon Erickson and you're listening to the Command Voice podcast where I interview folks around Camino Island and beyond. If you want to stay up to date on events, businesses, and even hear a little history of this area, subscribe to this podcast and share with your friends. Thanks for listening. Hey, Islanders, and welcome to another episode of the Camino Voice, where we release a new episode every Tuesday. On this episode, I got to speak to Leanna Crawford, and she's actually the younger younger sister to Lauren Brem, who I interviewed on episode eight of the Commando Voice. And um, so she grew up in this area. She now lives in Nashville. She's a singer and songwriter. And uh, so we get to dive into all the things of how she got into that, how she get started, you know, starting in Stanwood Camino um, area, and uh, how her journey led her to where she is now. We also get a little sneak peek as far as hearing about um, the inspiration behind one of her, her new song that's going to be coming out here in February. So um, be on the lookout for that. It's called Funeral. And uh, anyway, so I had a great time talking with her, and I hope you do. You enjoy listening. Uh, so without further ado, here's my conversation with Leanna Crawford. Hey, Islanders, it's Brandon with the Camino Voice, and today I'm here with a songwriter and singer. Uh, please welcome Leanna Crawford. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, and for, for those of uh, my listeners who don't know, um, I actually interviewed your older sister uh, early on in the podcast days. Um, that was Lauren Brem. So, yeah. anyways, um, I got another Crawford on here, so <laughs> that's exciting. Um, so, before we get started with everything, tell us a little bit about Leanna. Uh, well, I love um, long walks on the beach, and no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I love, I, I grew up in the Stanwood Camino area and loved getting to grow up there. Um, I grew up riding horses, was very close to my family, still really close to my family. Um, and I, I spent most of my, um, like growing up in Stanwood Camino. Uh, and then I went to school, uh, I went to college in, um, Kirkland, Washington, at a school called Northwest University, and then two years ago, I moved to Nashville, Tennessee, which is where I currently live, and I do music. That's a little bit about me. <laughs> Very cool. So let's go back a little bit. So you grew up on in the Stanwood Camino area. Um, mm-hmm. Was that all through your high school years then? Uh huh. So I, uh, when I was seven or eight, we moved from we lived on the island um, the first eight years of my life, and then we moved into Stanwood. Um, and so all through high school. Okay. Very cool. And, um, so as far as like the, you moved to Stanwood and stuff, how was that transition? And I mean, it wasn't a huge transition, but as far as like, what was the reason for kind of moving out? Uh, the reason was, so we had this, um, house we actually, which is so funny because not now living in Nashville where like I miss the water so much because. I live in a place where I'm like kind of landlocked. There's water and it's beautiful here and I love it. But um, it, I was like, didn't realize how spoiled I was to like literally grow up on the water. Um, and that's like a lot of people that live on the island or kind of live in the Puget Sound area. You like, you just get to grow up so close to the water on the water. Yeah. 
And so I remember just playing on the beach all the time. Um, and we had forts like in the woods and just next to the house. Like it was so, I loved it. And then we actually moved in, uh, to Stanwood because my parents had got more property so we could have horses. Okay. Um, so when I was eight or nine is when I started, um, my like job on the farm. I mean, my sisters, um, and would take care of the horses. And so that was our, our thing morning, noon and night, um, made us very responsible, but that was kind of that transition was like, it was exciting to move, but uh, we always still went out to the Island and we moved 20 minutes away. So it wasn't a huge move, but, yeah. um, but moving to the farm was just like a, a whole new thing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. Cause I knew your family, I mean, for, for background there, um, I knew your older brother, we were friends growing up. And I don't think, I think I pretty much, we hung out up until you guys, like as while you guys were on Camino. But then since then, once you guys moved out, I didn't see him much because, you know, getting older and going different ways and stuff. So, um, yeah, I didn't, I guess I didn't realize all the transition as far as moving out to Stanwood. And that's where you spent probably most of your growing up years then. Yeah, yeah. Most, most growing up years were on the farm and just playing all around. It was, it was such a fun place to grow up. Yeah. Very cool. And were you guys into like doing horse shows and things like that as well? Yes. Yes. All the horse shows. I started showing when I was uh, 12. I think I did my first horse show or around then. And I remember one of my first ones was at the Stanwood Fair. Uh, and I, I wanted to, it, it looked like so much fun. I wanted to take my horse. And so I rode my horse in like the, they had a jumping class that you could do. And I remember that the song bad day was playing in the background as I like go to like do this course and my horse would not dump any of them. Oh Zero. no. <laughs> I think that's the funniest memory ever, ever because I didn't know the song was playing in the background. Of course, but he like thinks every time he hears a song, he thinks of me and my poor, like competitive spirit. I couldn't make it over any jumps that day. <laughs> um, but then I had a, a more successful, I learned from that day and, and I got over jumps after that, but we did show jumping and eventing, um, and were involved in, um, and a lot of just, we did horses. That was kind of our thing. I say we, um, cause me and my younger sister did that. And then my older sister, when she came back from college, she started training and was our trainer for a few years, which was so fun. Okay. Very cool. Um, how did that, did that, um, I know it's a little bit different in horse riding and stuff cause you're, you're focusing, it's like a sport. It's like a competition. You're more focused on what you're doing. Um, but do you feel like the overall, the experience of like being having to perform in front of people, stuff like that kind of helped you in, in future career stuff, or do you feel like it was very different? I, I think there, I think there's definitely similarities. I think there's just like the adrenaline of like right before you go on stage, like right before I go to sing on stage, there's like this adrenaline and these nerves that are like the same as like before I would go into the an arena to compete because the stuff that we did with horses competitively, you're the only one in the arena. You're the only one in the ring and everyone's watching. Oh, okay. Because of that, because you're, and so I think I've never actually thought of that parallel or the correlation, but I think that it probably is a similarity um, that like getting up on stage to go sing songs in front of people by myself is uh, kind of similar to just going out and, and trying to do my best riding horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then, um, I, I know there was a point where you guys were homeschooled. Did you, did you stay homeschooled throughout your whole high school years? I did. I did. Okay. All 
all through. I uh, I make the joke um, that I graduated at the top of my class because it was just just me. So <laughs> I'm really proud. Uh, but all through high school, I then went to went to college and loved the college experience. And I was so nervous that that it was gonna like be really difficult. And and it um, was a, a great school, but I I felt like. I was able, like, homeschooling didn't, like, put me back at all. Like, I was, like, felt fine. <laughs> yeah. No, and I, I feel like this, I feel very similar, like, when when I started uh, community college, because I was homeschooled most of my, my high school years as well. It's, yeah, yeah it, it, when you get your assignment list and everything, you're just like, oh, I know, you know, I know how to do this on my own, and, yeah. Yeah, you can do it. Were yeah. you, did you do Running Start, or did you start community college, like, kind of just right after high school? Yeah, so I did, I did community college right after high school. Um, <clears throat> the last year and a half of my high school, though, I did go to a school called Hillcrest, uh, Hillcrest School, I don't know, something like that. Um, but basically, it was a once-a-week school, um, and I was advancing in the math and sciences and stuff farther than what my mom and dad were one, able to like teach effectively. Um, so they had searched out these people and they, they did it once a week. So I did some of my schooling through them. So I had a little bit of like semi classroom experience, but it was like five to 10 kids in a class. That was kind of similar to us in high school is what we sort of did. It was a little, it was with some different friends, parents that had like graduated in history and like math and science. So they would teach us and there was like five to 10 of us in a class and it was so fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Still count that is homeschooled though. Yes. But. Yeah. Um, okay. So then you went to Northwest. Uh, Northwest. What was your degree that you were studying at that time? Uh, music industry business. Okay. Uh, is the official title. It's a, a business degree with focus in music. So I took all like the marketing classes and um, I took nonprofit class and uh, the uh, accounting classes that you have to take in a business degree, like kind of all those. And then with a focus in the music business. So there's this huge convention that they do every year um, in LA. And I believe they do one in Nashville as well, but it's called NAM. Uh, and it's basically this huge thing that um, it's a lot of like gear. So a lot of um, um, musicians and like production uh, love this event because it's like new gear, new amps, new guitars, everything. And it's thousands upon thousands of people that go. And so through the school, we actually took a trip down. That was like our college trip was going to NAM um, for a weekend. And it was incredible just to see like all this. It was it was really, really special, actually. So um, the business degree, um, I, I loved it. I loved learning about business and I felt like it definitely helped um, coming into what I do now. Yeah. So I, I guess I didn't realize that. So when you left, when you got out of high school, you had already kind of picked music and business as like that was an area you wanted to focus on. Kind of. <laughs> I actually, when I graduated high school, I wanted to move to Nashville. Okay. Uh, and, and I was encouraged uh, to not do that right away and, may, and just wait. And I'm, I'm glad that I took their advice. I was actually, um, I took a gap year after high school because I didn't know, um, I didn't know that I wanted to do music business. I knew I wanted to do music and really felt a calling on my life to do that. But um, I took a gap year. I led a, a short-term mission trip to Haiti, um, to the country of Haiti. And we, uh, and that was kind of, what I spent a lot of the first half of my year doing. And then I played shows and different things like that, where there were music involved. Um, and then through that year, I felt like, um, I felt like 
I should go to Northwest. I had visited that school and just really felt good about going there. Uh, and and I'd also been encouraged to get a business degree. Um, and they had a music business program um, that they had modeled after a college in Nashville. And I was like, oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Um, really loved um, the professor that had headed that up. And it was a small school. And so it was it pretty focused, which is nice. Like it was small classrooms and everything. And, um, and I thought if, you know... I would just like to know what happens behind the scenes. And, and so I, I'm really glad that that's what I did, but I did not know that's what I wanted to do right out of high school. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to just go become an artist and get a record deal, but that's not, that's not exactly what happened. So. Okay. So real quick though, I wanted to touch on even prior to all of this, you wanted to move to Nashville. What had been your draw to Nashville? Um, I thought that's where you went to get to like do music. Okay. Um, and, and that's what I wanted to do. And so I thought that's just where you moved. I had no idea what that meant. I had no idea. I just thought, you know, if you want to do music, you should move to Nashville. Um, later I found out that's, that can be the case, but it's not always the case. Um, and so I spent time doing music in, um, in Kirkland and Seattle and where, um, where I was supposed to be, where God had me at that point, which was much better for me at the time, but it was just so interesting. For some reason, I just thought Nashville music city, that's where I'm supposed to go. Um, but that's not always the case. (laughs) Yeah. Very cool. So then you were going to Northwest. What happened from there? Oh, sorry. (laughs) I just took a drink of water. Apologies. Um, they hydrated. Uh, so right before my junior year of college, um, I went to a songwriting boot camp slash conference. Um, that my mom and I went to together. My parents are both very supportive. Um, my whole family is very grateful for them. But my mom and I went to a songwriting boot camp in Colorado, Aspen, um, Colorado, which is very cool. And there were different speakers and songwriters there from the industry, a lot of them from Nashville. Um, and at this conference, the first night, we did an open mic night. Uh, and they, uh, excuse me, um, <laughs> Uh, it, no one had really signed up for it, but they called um, uh, a few different people and, and it was no one would go up. But then they called my name and I was like, sure, like I'll go sing a song. Um, and so I borrowed someone's ukulele and I went and played a, a song that I had written. And I didn't know it, but um, singer, songwriter, artist by the name of Matthew West um, was there that weekend. And I knew he was going to be there that weekend. I didn't know he was there that night, but he had took a video. He had, he, he took a video while I sang and sent it to his wife. Uh, and I had no idea he did this, but then afterwards he came up and started asking me all these questions. If I had more songs and, and if I went to school and, and kind of just asked me about my background and, um, later found out that he was looking for someone to mentor and champion, um, because he had been mentored by someone and she had just passed away. And so he felt like God was telling him to do that for someone else. Okay. Uh, and so he invited me, I sent him my demos that I had, Um, and he invited me out to Nashville, um, just a few months later. Um, and that week I spent writing. It was my first time co-writing, which is two or more people, generally like two to three people are in a room writing. Uh, and it was myself, uh, Matthew, another songwriter, producer named AJ Proust, who I still work with and he produces, he's producing my upcoming music. Um, but we wrote and then I got offered a publishing deal that week, um, and then I, throughout my junior year of college, I was an RA at the school as well. Okay. And they were gracious enough, because you're not really supposed to leave that much, but they were gracious enough to let me go. Um, so I would spend um, a week there or a few days in Nashville and come back 
and go back and forth that whole year. Uh, and then, and that was kind of the, the rest of my junior year of school was sort of spent doing that. And then my senior year of college, um, I was, Matthew asked me to come on tour with him. Okay. Which was like, I was like, yes, I'm going to come on tour. And so I actually took that semester off. Um, and I had planned a double major in college. It's just also funny. Like you have these plans and sometimes God's like, no, you're going to change them a little bit or they're going to be totally different. And that's great. Um, but I planned a double major, but I ended up, I took that semester off so I could fully be focused on the tour. Uh, and then I finished online the semester after and was able to finish on time and like walk wow. and with all my friends, which was really cool. Very um, cool. Yeah. So what was that like um, being, you know, doing a table writing with Matthew West and, and Alex? Alex, right? AJ. AJ. Oh, I was off. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> um, it was like going to school. <laughs> Um, it was literally like I was in a classroom, um, all day long with just brilliant, a brilliant mind. Matthew is an incredible songwriter. Um, and he taught me a lot, even stuff I didn't realize, just like when I go into other co-writes now or when I'm writing my own music, um, there's, there's different thought processes that I use or things that I use because of stuff that I'm, I've taken from him and learned from him, um, just being in the room with him. And so I feel like I was able and still able to just kind of go to school, like go to, he has like 20 years of experience on me that, um, that he's like giving me and, and it's been really cool that, uh, to just, to just be in the room. It was really intimidating at first. <laughs> um, and some days I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but here I am. Um, but definitely very intimidating, um, at first, but they, uh, just are, are great people and, um, and have, um, helped coach me along the way. So that's, yeah, it's been really crazy. Very cool. So, so tell us about your first, that tour then that you took off for your school for so fun so fun it was very special because Matthew actually there was a, a job on the tour um Compassion International yeah. is a sponsorship um or, uh, organization and uh he had a, a position opening for someone to be the compassion rep on the road and he hadn't even met my sister Lindsay my younger sister but he knew that we were very close and he invited her to come, uh, do that job on the tour. And so that was her position on the, on the road was doing that. And, um, and my, uh, and so we got to do that tour together, which was like the most special and fun thing. It was just so cool. Like it's the most special thing, like once in a lifetime thing to, to get to do that. We were like, this is so crazy. Um, everyone was so kind and welcoming. Uh, everything was new. And, and so like getting on the bus for the first time, you just get like these butterflies and chills. Cause you walk on, you're like, I get to live here for like two months. This is crazy. Um, and the way that their touring schedule works, you Wednesday night, you go to the bus call, which is where the bus is. You leave your car. Um, and then you get back Monday morning. Um, bless you. We get back uh, Monday morning. And so you do shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. And then Monday morning, you're back in Nashville and you go to work or you go to sleep or you do whatever. Uh, and so that whole wow. tour was just pretty incredible. It was Matthew West and Jordan police. Uh, and so getting to know all of them was so special. They're all very encouraging. And it, like, I just have the best memories from that tour. Um, and, and I have some good friends still from that tour, which is really special. Yeah. Uh, 
but I, yeah, love that. Love that. Very cool. How old were you when you went on that tour then? Um, I have to do math. This is, this is hard for me. Um, I would have been 22. 22. Okay. Very cool. And so, so you guys got to both go on that tour then. And, um, within that tour, were you singing on that tour then as well? Or were you just kind of shadowing or what was that part? Oh yeah. Sorry. So I was singing. Yeah. So I sang two songs, um, every night. Uh, and Matthew would have me, um, come up during the set. He would introduce me. I would sing a song by myself and then we would sing a duet together from my, uh, independent EP I put out called crazy beautiful you. And so I'd share a little bit about my heart. Um, and I think we did over 30 shows, um, that tour. Wow. Crazy. Awesome. Okay. What were the two songs you guys did? Uh, crazy, beautiful you and fragile heart. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. What was that like for your first time going on stage and like when you knew you were supposed to go up? Um, the same thing, just those nerves and, um, I would just have to take lots of deep breaths and pray and, um, I love, like, loved being up there. And once I was on stage, I just, like, love it. It's so fun to me. Um, and and I think it was just, it, there were nights that I still remember and I can picture of just, like, singing, uh, singing my songs and singing Fragile Heart, especially where I would uh, it just, like, have to take a moment and just breathe and, like, look at, like, what this moment, like, just, it was so incredible that God had, like, he was like, here, like, this is a gift. Like you get to do this and you get to go on tour and share your songs and, and sing in front of these people and sing in front of, um, Matthew's audience. And, and so there were so many like surreal moments where I just had like pinch myself and like, I was like, I'm going to cry right now. Cause it's just so incredible. Like it was, it was really cool. And, um, and to get to do that, uh, it was, it was so cool. Very cool. So you had mentioned that your sister, Lindsay got to actually come on that very first tour with you. Um, and then has she continued to work? Um, I know she's continued to work with you. Is that with compassion or is that for you or how's that worked out? Yeah. So she, um, after that tour, she was offered an internship, um, with a company called Storyhouse Collective. They're actually my management company and, um, or not my management company, but my managers. Uh, and after the internship, she was offered a job, which is what she still does. And she's very good at, um, very good at what she does. Um, a fast learner and just uh, a people person and loves people and just really has uh, an incredible heart. And so just seeing her grow and, uh, it's just, it's so cool. But yeah, so she, we get to work together a lot. Um, we don't get to go on the road together very often, but there are occasional weekends where we'll get to do a show together, which is my favorite. Okay. Does she live in Nashville then as well? She does. We are roommates. Oh, okay. Happen yes. We when we first moved to Nashville, we moved in with three other girls. So there were five of us in a townhome, uh, which was crazy, uh, but so fun. Uh, it made rent really cheap. But we ended up <laughs> great friends uh, with 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 those girls, and now two of those girls are our neighbors. Okay, which is so special. So they're they we now moved from that house, but we have a different place where they're actually our neighbors, and so we have good neighbors. <laughs> Very good. That's always that's always helpful. Yeah, Liz and I are still uh, roommates, which is great. Nice. So it's it's funny because um, I mentioned before we like I knew Craig, 
but like I I didn't really know you guys that well other than like I, I was always just in my head it was like Leanna and Lindsay so it's just funny like it's continued to stay that even as you guys have grown up but how is that <laughs> does that uh, I don't know does that help you feel grounded at times as far as like having something that's familiar and all this crazy stuff's going on Oh, wait, your audio has, like, gone really low. Oh. Oh, can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. Um, yeah, she, she is my best friend and just my, uh, like, encourager, and she's very wise, even though she's, a, I mean, she's 16 months younger than me, so we're really close, but she has a lot of wisdom, and, and so she helps talk me through some stuff, and when I'm, like, crazy and going crazy, she helps, like, talk me down. She's like, it's going to be fine. You're good. Let's just, like, talk, talk to Jesus about it. Let's pray about it, and we're going to be fine, but um, I am so grateful because it, moving across the country um, already was kind of terrifying, and for both of us, like, it was scary, but, like, having each other, like, I'm so grateful. Um that that we were able to move at the same time and that we've been roommates the whole time it's it's really been a special experience and has brought us a lot closer mm-hmm. um, and it it's we're very close with our whole family and so that's been hard to be to be away from them but yeah. i'm so grateful that um to have her she's like my little angel <laughs> but no she's so much more mature than me so i can't really <laughs> She's like, she's the coolest. So I'm, I'm so grateful and I love working with her and, and hopefully she doesn't get too tired of me most days, but she's great. <laughs> Very cool. Well, that's, that's awesome. So, um, I want to talk a little bit, you've got some new music coming out. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so very, uh, very exciting. I just uh, signed a record deal in October uh, with a, a label called Provident Label Group. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. It's the uh, it's a division of Sony Music. Uh, and so they're, they've been awesome so far. I really love them. And we are putting out, I'm putting out a single in very, very soon in February. Uh, and, and then an EP um, a little bit after that. And I'm not exactly able to talk specifics, but there's... Um, there's some songs. I mean, all of them. I'm I'm very excited about and to share and to get them out into the world. Um, some of them I've been I've had for a little longer than others, and and then there's some songs that are a bit newer. Um, but but they've they're they're ready. They're ready to be out in the world, and I'm ready for everyone to hear them. Um, cool. First song is uh, it's going to be my uh, hope my first radio single. Okay. So I can go on my first radio tour. Uh, and I'm excited about that too. So it's just all, uh, we did the photo shoot and like, we've had some just video shoots and stuff like this, where it's just, what is my life? This is so weird. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So, um, what was your inspiration behind the, the radio single? Uh, so the, the radio single is, uh, it's a song. It's, it's called funeral. Um, but it's a it's a different kind of funeral. Uh, it's it's a song about um, the the old is gone and the new has come. It's it's putting to death the old things in our past, um, and it's it's 
it sounds like a depressing song and like we're about to like go to the go to a funeral but it really is like an upbeat like i played on my ukulele uh it's a fun song because it's a celebration uh and that's kind of the whole heart behind it it's like i'm throwing a funeral uh for my past because i'm i'm brand new and i'm made new when i when i became a christian and every day um his mercies are new every morning and so that's kind of, that's the heart behind it but my my kind of hope is that when people hear it they'll hear that like uh, they can throw a funeral to their fear and to anxiety and to failure and to whatever it is they need to throw a funeral for, and they can throw a party and they can throw a funeral in a, in a good way because um, because the Lord is redeeming and He does that every day. Yeah, no, that's that's very cool. Um, with <clears throat> something you've mentioned a few times throughout, um, I want to touch on. You say you play the ukulele. Is that the first instrument you learned, or? It sounds like you've played that a few different times. Yeah, yeah. I it, it's kind of my thing a little bit, and I love it. Um, I, I play the ukulele a lot. I I started playing piano when I was little and took mm-hmm. piano. Um, and I still play piano and then guitar. So those are kind of the three things that I play. Um, I don't. Uh, yeah. So that's those are the main ones I write with when I write on the ukulele or play songs on the ukulele, they're generally, generally a little more happy, a little more upbeat, just because the ukulele is that. <laughs> yeah, but they're, I love, I'm, I still have a lot to learn, but those are the three that I, that I, that I play. Very cool. Um, and uh, what do you see kind of as the, in the next few years, where do you see yourself? Oh, such a good question. <laughs> I am, um, man, uh, I think I definitely still see myself doing music. Um, I see myself uh, uh, putting out new music. Um, the, this EP uh, is the, I'm really excited about the songs, but I think it's a, a jumping off point for even more. Um, my heart is, is to be honest and vulnerable with the words and songs that I write and share. Um, and that it, it would just encourage that in, in, other, in other people. Um, I have a heart, especially for for young girls, and, and but that's not the only people who will encourage. I hope everyone that hears it is is encouraged by the songs. But um, in the next few years, I, I definitely see myself putting out more music. Um, I love being on the road, um, so definitely touring more. Uh, I, I think that's like I'd, I'd love to just be on the road more and tour more i love i love doing that putting out new music and just continuing to find what what god is calling me to do and as that grows and changes and forms into new things um that i'll just be obedient to that um so that's kind of my hope and prayer for the next the next few years yeah thank you for sharing all right well i like to end every podcast with some rapid fire questions and so i know you've been away for a while but i'm still going to ask them so um the first question is uh, do you have a lesser known or favorite location on Camino that you like to hang out? Maybe when you come visit. Oh, um, I love, uh, Iverson beach. I love Iverson beach. Um, and there's a hike near there and I can't think of what it's called. Burnham point. Yes. Yeah. Just like very lesser known. I don't want it to become popular, but I, <laughs> I guess no. Have you been there? Yeah, I, I, we actually just we went there. I think in the fall, um, it, we they had done the renovation and everything to that, and um, 
we went out and it was only overcast when I called my wife and said, bring the kids down. We'll do this hike. Well, as soon as we pull up there, it starts pouring down rain. Um, So so we did the shortest trail possible, but it was beautiful. Like it was such a great uh, walk, walking through the woods in that area and um, just brought so many memories back. Like as a kid, I would run through woods like that, you know, on Camino. So yeah, yeah, I love it. That's really my favorite spot right now. I love that. Yes, for sure. All right. Pretend you have a friend coming from out of town uh, visiting Kameno, uh, or I guess if you came back with a friend from Nashville, what would your first day look like here? Oh, it's so good. I would definitely take them uh, to the island. We would go either to Iverson or to um, one of the beaches. I would definitely take them around there. Um, I'd take them to the cookie mill, uh, and we'd probably grab a cookie. Uh, and coffee, uh, and then I'm trying to think of. Depends on on what uh, we might go to, like the Stanwood Movie Theater at some point, just because the whole mural is so cool to me, and I think everyone should see that. Yeah. Um, but I'd probably take them downtown and walk around a little bit. But I would first take them to the beach. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it is something that like you take for granted when you live here or grow up here. And when you move away, you're, you're not by it. It's, it's different. A hundred percent. Um, who is an interesting person or fascinating person, uh, that I should interview next? Oh, uh, that is so good. I love that. Um, do they need to be from like Stanwood Camino? That's my target right now. No, that's great. I love that. Okay. Um, Oh my goodness, there's so many people I should have thought of this before. Uh, I, okay, hold on. Let me think. Let me think. Um, oh, I love, have you had, um, have you had Molly Christensen? No, um, but I talked about having her on. You should. Um, Molly Christensen. Um, I'm trying to think. Lindsay Crawford would be great. You can just interview all the Crawfords. I know. Her- experience is a lot different than mine um because she works in in music management and she's a great person to talk to she's she's really fun <laughs> yes no i Bye. actually i do want to interview her and i actually have your your dad on the interview list as well oh good you just interview all the crawfords i know i was like this is great why can't every family have multiple people <laughs> <laughs> i love it that's awesome that's awesome so. Very cool. All right. So last question is, if you could have a message on a billboard right as you're driving up on the island, what would that say? Hmm. Uh, uh, I think it would say you are seen. You are seen and you are loved. I think. Yeah, that's that's good. I've, I've We've had some messages that are kind of along those lines, and I think it's it is something, I mean, if you just don't in this crazy world and everything, you don't always hear that. You don't always feel that. It's just, it's interesting. It was yesterday in the, in the music industry, but that was kind of one of the takeaways was just like, you are seen and you are loved. You in like a way that he's disappointed in you and like, Oh, you're messing up again. He sees you. Um, sorry. He sees you that he's a, like, he loves you. Like he sees you. Because he sat with the the tax collectors um, for dinner, like he didn't eat with the the religious elect, and he sat with people 
the you know the people in bars or wherever like he he sees you and 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 he meets you right where you're at and so i think that's where i'm like yeah why would i have on a billboard i that's, think that's good well thank you so much for taking the time today liana thank you so much for having me this is so fun yeah thank all right and islanders i will talk to you on the next one okay now we'll go off the record Well, a big thank you to Leanna Crawford for joining me on the podcast today, and thank you for listening. If you haven't already, check out Leanna's music. Uh, You can find her anywhere where you listen to music, so Apple Music, Spotify, um, all those different things. And uh, be sure to be on the lookout for her new single uh, coming out in February, uh, Funeral. And if you haven't already, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. It helps us be found by other islanders like yourself. And for more information on this episode or previous episodes, go to kamenocommons.com slash podcast. That's kamenocommons.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time.